Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And if you want a personalized love note from me and ZD, excuse me, from ZD and me each week, go to sewhere.com slash love note to get our weekly newsletter love Um, note how do you like that mom yeah i guess i'll be writing some notes you'll be writing some love notes so uh anyway you get you get a handwritten love note when you order from us right mom yes yes okay and my hand's getting like really tired of i know (laughs) we had to limit the well not only that is i tried to make them all very original and specific to the person and I don't know if I can do that anymore. Well, it's hard on me. We'll just up the price. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, if you keep those notes long enough, you might be able to sell them on the internet. Someone told me that they keep our notes like hanging up in their sewing room. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's really cool. I know. I thought it was neat too. Well, I keep you all, I carry all of you around in my pocket. In my phone. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> because of the self sewn wardrobe Facebook group. Right. Man. That group is just the coolest. I know. It's always, I mean, it's always good and it's uplifting and it's I, funny. I know. You know why I know it's the coolest? Because I am in some terrible Facebook groups <laughs> and this is the coolest group. <laughs> well, are you go to your regular Facebook page and you're like, oh my God, these people are just whining no, and carrying it's the, on. No, it's and the oh, best. Blah, blah, blah. It's the yeah. best part of Facebook. Let's, let me just segue into our topic here because I kind of have something about Facebook groups too oh, okay. in here. And uh, our topic is... What advice and whose advice do you take? We'll start off with sewing first. (laughs) For sewing. For sewing uh, in the first place. You know, I just went on a little rant today in the self-sewn wardrobe group. I did a little live video. So rant. A sewing rant because someone just asked. They said, do you sew over pins? And most people said, no. No, I don't sew over pins or on accident sometimes or – I think Fred actually said something like, I'm very confident I won't sew over them, but every once in a while it happens. I try to well, do it. Happens. I do my best to, you know. Right. And, and I had written a blog post about this, and it's called, you know, Can I Sew Over Pins? Oh, well, that's a good title you for know, that. Like, yes, yeah. you can sew. You can sure, do whatever you, you want, want, right? Right. You know? So, what's our advice about sewing over pins? Let's just talk about oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, Let's I mean, talk about that first. And I will tell you, I have had teachers or our cohorts or whatever in the sewing industry tell me I could sew over pens. Mm-hmm. Now, you're so you're 
machine manufacturer will tell you no, and I will tell you no. I will tell you no too. And the thing, this okay. So this this gets to the point about Go whose ahead. advice do you take yeah. or respect or yeah. d- decide? You know, you want to take or is it valid or what? When I explain to people in our guide classes or whatever, you really don't want to sew over pins. And they go, oh, what my mother always did or my grandmother always did. And and she may have. And she may have had a treadle machine and all that. I've heard all the stories about, you know, wow, wow. who learned to sew on what kind of machine. <laughs> but it's not a good idea. Right. And, you know, there is a theory out there that, oh, the pin will just slip you know, down over the needle. Well, it really doesn't. It will bend your needle. Well, I it guess might, sometimes it, might just, it does. Well, I don't well know. yeah, if it barely misses it. <laughs> yeah. But if you're on that needle. If you're on the pin with your if needle. You're, right. If you hit the pin with your needle, more than likely you are bending your needle. Yeah. Now, it might not break that time. And it might not break next time. But, you know, eventually it's going to break. The other thing is, is on our computerized machines, what we have to be really careful of is those machines are set by the computer to mm-hmm. sew. Yeah. Right? The so you know, the computer circuitry says do a stitch, you know, down needle, down needle, down needle. Right. And it does not allow for any riding over pins. In fact, it will force itself through a pin. Well, sometimes the computerized machines have the safety device. Right. And they'll say it'll stop right. you from right. getting it out of time. So you say, so yeah, it won't let you it won't let right. you sew over the so pin. So what is it telling you? It's telling you not you shouldn't to be sewing over, over pins. The pins. Right. And then uh so a few people were uh commenting and I wrote just in all caps, don't sew over pins and then I more calmly shared the blog post where I go into a little bit more detail. And what I said was in the blog post that I think is sort of key is when people talk about sewing over pins, technically, yes, missing the pin completely would be fine. But what ends up happening is that we make the mistake of trying to make our machine sew through a pin right. despite our best intentions. And would you just like run a piece of sheet metal through your machine? Well, well no. here's, here's the other you know? thing. Leaving that pin in while you're making that seam actually distorts your seam some. Oh, nice. So if, if you, you know, if you're talking mm. about nice seams, Mm-mm-mm. my right. advice, my real advice is sew is with as few pins as possible, maybe none. Yeah. Um, I hate to tell people, you know, I, I wanted to make sure in this broadcast right. I say, I do use I straight use pins. pins. Yes. Like, I don't want to say, the reason I don't sew over pins is because I don't use them. Right. Like, I want to make sure people know that we use pins. Right. right. Now, we will tell you and teach you many ways to avoid using right. so many pins. But sometimes say you, uh, well, <laughs> for instance, when you're quartering elastic to put yeah. it in a circle, mm-hmm. right? I pin those four corners. When or, I set, right when I set a sleeve in a t-shirt, but I take them out when I get there. Right, right, right. When I set a sleeve in a t-shirt, I pin at the two side seams, the underarm seam and the and the you know side of the t-shirt. Okay, and then I pin at the center. What do you mean? Of the arm side. Oh, the underarm. Yeah, yeah. The, the shoulder and the side. The seam. shoulder and the side seams. That's what I those pin, are called. I pin those two <laughs> places. Right. Okay. I just call them the side seams. Well, but those are like <laughs> because you're you know. So what we're saying is. A lot of times what we use pens for are landmarks. More a landmark than a holding right. the fabric in place. Right. That's very true. Okay, well, let's kind of, like, get to the crux of the issue here because, you know, people will be like, well, my grandmother sewed over pens or da-da-da-da-da. And, like, I, I never met your mother. 
Right. Right. Okay. I grandmother figured. Didn't matter because she didn't sew. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Okay, but I would never say, like, Zelda. Maybe I would. Uh, Zelda, go ask ZD. Go ask Sugar about this, and whatever she tells you must be correct. <laughs> like, you know? Well, I, yeah. And, and you know, someone said not too long ago in the self-sewn wardrobe uh, page, they and they were addressing me, and they said, Didi, you know, I'm in this other sewing group, and I told everybody, you have to thread oh, your yeah. machine, you know, with your presser foot up, or it won't get in your chin chin. And apparently, she was met. With resistance. With some resistance. Yeah. And people saying, I've sewn, you know, it, here's what I like. I love when everybody this. says they've sewn all their life and they know everything. No, you don't. Because nobody does. No, and we we don't think we know no, everything. No, we're just telling you what we know from our experiences. And, and, and I, you know, when I answer a question, say, on a Facebook question or something, I will say, this is my experience. Right. You know, yeah. or I'm pretty sure of this because I've been doing this for 100 years and I'm not familiar with that part of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't make it and I don't make anything up and I don't want to be I don't want to be right or I don't have to be right. Right. The other thing I showed, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier just now, but uh, I showed the bobbin case in my little rant today. Yeah. Well, have you, have you ever? So, well, well, this ahead. just goes, yes. I've, I've got a big some chunk out of proof. It. Okay, yeah. and what can happen when your machine gets out of time, okay, which can happen if you right. run into a pin. I have proof here, and then also— And it's like 150 to $200 worth of proof. Yeah, the other <laughs> thing is if you—a lot of people don't understand that when your bobbin case is scarred, it makes a clunking sound, right. and people think it's something else. Or a sometimes people, it can even make even just a, a like a— like a buzz almost, you, or not even that clunk. It also will shred upper thread. Right. Even though it's it will, a bobbin case, it will right. shred upper thread. Right. And then people are like, oh, no, my oh, upper thread. Oh, it's the upper rah, thread. Rah, rah, rah. Right. So I just wanted to show them all that, right? Right. And so I just, like, I got a reason to tell you not to silver pin. And, like, well, how much freaking you know, time does it take you to swipe that the, pin away? The <laughs> only reason, the only reason I tell people to thread with their presser foot up it's because I want them to be successful. Oh, you don't like... It has nothing to do with my ego. You don't make a million dollars every no. time you say that? No. Oh, no. okay. I, I, they're, they're, you know, there's no royalties <laughs> off of that. I, it, it's, and I, it amazes me that I go, you know, I go to YouTube to research what's out there. Yeah. Not particularly for answers. Right. And I cannot tell you how many sew, thread your sewing machine videos are out there that do not say raise your presser foot. Yep. Yep. And they've got, so, you know, you go to this site, a lot of times it's dealer backed or even uh, looks like it could be like company uh, company backed, backed, you know, manufacturer backed. And they don't say to raise your presser foot. And those are the people that we get coming in, go, you know, that haven't, or somebody hasn't bought from a dealer and said, well, I watched this, you know, movie here, or this video here. And, and I said, did they tell you to raise your presser foot? Why no? And if you tell me your grandmother never did that and she sewed perfectly, it was because her tension disc was on the outside and she could see it and she could force her thread in. Or you're wrong. Or, yeah, or she's lying. <laughs> or you, no, no. Oh, right. You you had this contact with your grandmother. You perhaps. want to believe your grandmother's and, perfect. No, no, no. And you, you 
forgot that she raised the price. I just don't. People are like, oh, you forgot Granny wasn't perfect. No, or yeah. like they're like my my grandmother taught me to sew. She died when I was eight, and I was like, okay, well, like uh, you know, maybe you didn't remember everything. You know, well, we had we well, had, well yeah. okay. So we're gonna get back to the grandma thing, and you all can be like really mad at me for insulting the memory of your grandmother while we take this message break. Mom, I've done it. Uh oh. I have found the perfect laundry spray bottles, sourced them, found the perfect labeling stickers, and brought them to the public. And what do you put in them? We put vodka in one of them and your special disdain stain removal solution in the other. And they are aluminum, 16-ounce bottles. Not too heavy. I was going to say, perfect weight, perfect size. Not too heavy when you fill them. Perfectly portable for taking around your house, leaving in your laundry room, or out to your car to deodorize it after your baby's puked in it. So, do you give my disdain recipe to the world I free? do. We give it away for free. And if you go to sewhere.com slash clothing care, you will see these spray bottles and you can use a special discount code, VODKA, to get 20% off the laundry spray bottles from ZD Sewing Studio. Good deal. So happy. Sewing out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, we're back from the message break, and I just want to one just one more thing before you tell your awesome oh, no. you know what's pop gonna, culture wait, wait, wait. reference. You know what's going to happen. Right, we're going to get a lot of arrogance remarks. I know. On we're, this. this is this. We and just, all we're trying to do is help. I we swear. just attracted a lot of I one just, star I'm reviews. I'm telling you, all I want you to do is love to sew. Okay, here's the deal about the I've sewn all my life and and the grandma thing and everything. Uh, and if anybody's wondering, I'm 27 and I have like. 30 gray hairs right now, so I've got just a little bit of age on me. <laughs> She's so old. I'm not as old as Edie. Okay, here's the thing. I will have people come in the store, and this actually happens, everybody, and they'll say, I sewed all my kids' clothes. I, have, I know this story. I have been sewing for right. 40 years, and they most of the time they bring that up because they like don't want to do a machine lesson when we sell yeah, them a machine. Yeah, for some reason people like to get out of and instruction, so I which I say, think is amazing. Yeah, so I will say uh, we it's a good idea to come and get this little lesson before you take the machine away because this machine's different from other machines that right. you've used, and they are like they have they'll have a computer in them or something, you know. And so they'll they're finally convinced to come to the the lesson, and then we're in the lesson, and they say. 
Oh, can you teach me how to set in a sleeve? And I forgot how to do, how to put in a zipper. Or I, I never did buttonholes. Or they'll start to say things like this. And so I'm like, all those children had sleeveless clothes. I, or they were wearing caftans. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on, everybody? So right. when, when we're talking about experience and whatnot and whose advice you take, I think it's important that you do get, like, some kind of proof. You showed me a video, and I will not mention who published this video, about a person who just was like, here's how to make yes, leggings. Yes, yes, I about died. And you know, I about died. She gave the proof right there that she was unqualified because she put them on. Oh, they were horrible. They looked terrible. I, I can't imagine people are doing this, that they think they look okay. I I yeah. can't imagine, okay, if I thought I had a really good tutorial, right. and then I made it, and then I look like crap, I'd be like, oh, right. <laughs> I can't publish this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, t- uh, mom, tell tell your advice parable well, here. I just, I just think it's people and their perception of things sometimes, uh-huh. right? Okay. And I don't know, but I really like the movie, Co- you know, Your Cousin Vinny. My, my cousin. My cousin Vinny. <laughs> okay. See, my perception's <laughs> off, right? So, and... There's at one point where um, Joe Pesci, as the you know attorney, yeah, the the defending attorney, is questioning the eyewitness on the stand, and he says, "So you know, isn't it possible that you know my clients went in and then you went to cook your breakfast and 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 then they came out and you didn't see them and another set of people went in and came out and so the other people that came out that were not facing towards you." Whereas a different set of people. And he says, no, because it only takes me five minutes to cook my breakfast. And he goes, well, what'd you have for breakfast? Well, he names off, you know, eggs, bacon, and grits. Uh And Joe Pesci says, so would that be like regular grits or quick grits or grits al dente? (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, the guy gives a strange look and goes, well, I guess it's regular grits. He he says, no, you know, no self-respecting Southerner, uh, Southerner would, would, would use qu- instant quick, quick grits instant or, instant, or yeah. quick or whatever he called them grits. And he goes, okay, so how long does it take to cook those grits? And he goes, 20 minutes. And anyway, through this, at the very you know end of this back and forth, Joe Petrick goes, so you mean to tell me in your kitchen that, you know, all laws of uh, time and space. Yeah, time and space and physical, you know, chemistry or whatever mm-hmm. cease to exist when you're making your grits and you can make 20-minute grits in five minutes. Well, anyway, that happens to us a lot. And you know who in that historic <laughs> But it's, case, you know, you that's know just won. being a person. It is. It's just, it's like anything else. I'm sure there are a lot of other hobbies and stuff where this happens. Okay, paddle boarding. I got to talk, get to talk about my paddle boarding. Okay, then I get to talk about my thing next. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so... <laughs> So, you know, I got into this paddleboarding thing, and I didn't know anything. So I did have to go on YouTube. I didn't have to, but that's where I went. And, you know, we're in the middle of the damn country. Not many people are doing it. I'm going to have to mark this explicit again. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'm watching. I'm thinking, I want to stay up and, and do this for, like, hours at a time. So i got to watch some videos. Because uh-huh. I'm only good for 20 minutes at a time. Right. Okay. So I'm watching all these videos, and... So I'm I'm just paddling along, paddling along, and your dad's sitting on the dock, and he goes, "You got your paddle backwards." <laughs> and I said, uh, "I don't think so, because what from what I have derived from all of the YouTube videos I have watched is that more than often the logo goes, you know, towards the front 
Uh-huh. And the paddle, unlike your kayak paddle, is actually angled 10 to 20% up towards the front. And he goes, no, that, that, and, okay, my husband is like a scientist. He's, you know, geology man, knows all about all this stuff, and he knows all about, you know, water and how it runs and what it does. And bugs. And bu- yeah, <laughs> real good entomology person. <laughs> and I swear he makes the names up to those bugs. But anyway... I said, I wasn't going to fight him. I I said, oh, I don't know. I said, guess we'll have to look that up. Mm -hmm. Didn't say a thing. So when we get back to the condo, I see him over there on his computer, Mm -hmm. and he gets really, really quiet. Quiet. (laughs) (laughs) What were we? Okay, well, I know this happens between you and me all the time. Oh, well, I remember the one thing it happened with. But I want to talk about something else that I I, that happens. Talk about your stuff. I'm talking about my stuff. So I were this business that we have is just growing and evolving all sorts of different ways. And I told you to go to sewhere.com slash love note, right? And I'm trying to build our brand into something that is just even more amazing than it already is. Okay. <laughs> so I'm part of some of these right. terrible Facebook groups. Okay. And it's just full of people trying to sell you stuff right of course for, right. for marketing and you know it's really e- I think it's really easy to try and sell marketing courses because because <clears throat> nobody knows the real answer well anyway. that's right. true too the other thing is unlike the easy tea course like if somebody gets through the easy tea course and they don't have an easy tea that fits right they should talk to me that's and then right. like I should help them and stuff right. but if somebody goes through a marketing course and their thing doesn't work like that's nobody's fault but their own that's maybe, right they didn't you know do it right. right yeah the, oh your product didn't work so these people don't have any like uh what's the word like commitment or accountability accountability I would you know? say yeah and I finally did I'll just give a little shout out a little shout out like she needs a shout out for me I signed up for Abby Glassenberg's email jumpstart course. Uh-huh. And you know, I signed up for her course about email because she has a big, engaged, thoughtful following of people in the creative area. Uh-huh. You know, they're people who sew, they're people who make things, people who design things. And I just know that she, and I, I get her newsletter. And that makes her valid to you. Yeah, I get her newsletter right. every week and it's amazing. And I want my newsletter to be amazing and I want it to reflect who we are. I want our I want our newsletter to be a love note. Right. You know, I want it to go past what's going on at the shop. So that's you know? what, right. And so I am taking this class from her because I've seen the results. Right. So hopefully when people see like me and my ginger jeans, you and your leggings, Sam and the easy tea, Becca and the easy tea, you and the easy tea, da, da, da. like we hopefully have proven, hey, this, you know, can work. Right. Or when someone takes our advice and then is successful, like there we go, you right. know. Now here's another thing. I just want to bring this up too. Sometimes there's more than one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, that's a good so point. So don't jump that's on someone. It, it, now, there's only one way. Foot up. I was going to say, you have to thread with your press foot up. That's one way. Well, okay. There is, a, there is a place where this does not exist, okay? These long arm and mid arm yeah, sit down right, quilting machines. Right. I just, in case anybody wants okay. to leave the one star review about this, okay? okay. Uh, these these quilting machines that don't have presser foot right. levers, okay? Right, right. All right, go on. Okay. <laughs> but there's more than one way to do something. Yeah, there okay. is. There and is. I, and my example would be that someone came in and 
I think I think they you know they had recently purchased and were new to embroidery machine. Uh huh. And I believe they asked me about embroidering on a knit. And I said, well, here's what you're going to have to do. It's different than you know embroidering on you know a woven stable mm-hmm. fabric and mm-hmm. you have to use this stabilizer and you have to do this and you know you may want you know you, you'll have to do this and there was a person standing there and they said that's not what you told me now the person that was standing there had been a customer for probably five or six years yeah and I said so what did <laughs> I tell you <laughs> yeah right and she reiterated what I told her, and I said, that's exactly what I would have told you five or six years ago. There are now new products. Uh-huh. And she says, oh, should I be using the new product? And I said, well, we can introduce you to it, but if you are happy with what you're doing now, you don't have to buy the new product. Sure, sure. You know, but this is a new product that's out now. And, you know, we started using it, and we like it, and that's how we teach now. Well, I will say it's... It's nice to give advice and help people when we can. I think that we're sure. Like, I really, if somebody asks the question and I don't know the answer, I don't try to make it up or anything. But what's really frustrating from a teaching teaching perspective is when someone's having a lot of trouble getting the result they want. Right. And you try to give them advice and they're like, no, that won't work. Right. Before they try it. And so if you're trying to listen to advice, you know, if you've found if you trust, don't want, Well, if you don't want advice, don't, don't take it. Or don't ask but for don't it. But don't waste you know? somebody's time, right. you know, asking for advice and then give them trouble about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's the kind of the cool thing about the self-sewn wardrobe group. Mm-hmm. I don't think any questions are sort of like asked lightly. They're right. really thoughtful. And I'm not saying, well, like, don't don't be afraid to ask a question. But when people ask questions, it's coming from the place like they're actually sewing. And I just love it. I just think well, it's great. And the other thing is, is you can get unsolicited advice yep and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not right and you know you also have to have some sort of radar or some sort of filtering system where you go well I'll listen to what they're saying maybe I'll let and you know especially on the internet mm. you know I mean Google something and it has 10,000 hits well and they're not is, all right it is hard they're not all correct it is hard when you're you know when you see someone's advice what I find hard is I will someone ask a question and then I see someone's advice and I'm like that just doesn't sound right right you know and I've seen things where I've thought that is terribly wrong yeah but I don't want to make that person feel bad right and I think we're good about saying I would maybe try this first or something else and a lot of times I will preface my uh-huh. You know, my statements with, this is what I've done in the past. Right. This is what I know from my experience. And I'm telling you what worked for me. And, you know, but, yeah, sometimes there it, it, it's hard. You know, you don't want to tell somebody they're wrong. Right. But um, free advice sometimes is so great. Or, or unsolicited <laughs> there advice. You go. There right. you go. Right. You know, um, we even get that when we're teaching class that the person speaks up and goes, oh, well, you can do this. And we have to figure out how to say to the rest of the members in the class, no, don't do that. Right. It's hard to be diplomatic sometimes. Right. It, it's like, don't do that. And well, we'll talk about a well, problem pl- students in right. the next podcast. Oh, no. that would be a good one. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that 
all they're, I'm afraid all they're going to remember is they heard it at Zedis. Yeah. They don't remember who said it. Yeah, that, that can yeah, be Yeah, that's hard. what bothers me. And that's why we have to be really kind of diligent in the group, too, yeah. about making sure that, like, good, well-thought-out information good advice. is in there. Yeah. And that's the kind of rapport we've built in the, built built up, you know, in the group. Um. Well, Mom, you got anything else to add before we wrap this guy up? Well, I'll probably think of something later. More my cousin Vinny. Yeah, um, Rep, all wrapped the up. The little deer. That's what I heard. That, the, my what biological clock. <laughs> um, what's the other one? What are you, some kind of world traveler? That's what I was Okay, we're at ZD Sewing Studio on Instagram and also at the Self Sewn Wardrobe on Instagram. And uh, you can email me at Mallory at SewHere.com. And once again, go to SewHere.com slash love note to sign up for our love note every week all right and these two youths say (laughs) so So long long and and so happy (laughs) thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice visit sewhere.com hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.